Hello everyone. Welcome to Heaven's Lighthouse Ministry. As the word says, we shall come into his presence with singing and into his courts with praise and overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony.
Father, you're so good. You're so faithful. You're so present. Lord, you're always present in our lives. And when we worship and draw dear to you, it's just really just intensifying our focus on you, Jesus. Lord, we love you. And we thank you for this opportunity to come together before you to just magnify your name, to worship you and praise you with our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord God. Lord, Lord God, before we start the service this morning, we pray, Lord God, that you would just um, prepare our hearts, Lord God, and nourish our souls, nourish the soils of our souls, Lord God, so that we may receive the message and um, have it penetrate and permeate into our whole being today, Lord God. We praise you and thank you, Jesus. We thank you for, um, for the blood that you have shed for, for our sins, Lord God. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for forgiveness, for your grace, for your mercy, Lord God. We come humbly before you, and we just love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, this next song is called Jesus, You Alone. Now, you know, there are different kinds of songs. There are songs of admiration where we just want to think about the beauty of Jesus and there's songs that just really just talks about Jesus and this is one of those songs that really just focuses on um, the gospel and it's it's such a beautiful song so if um, you know just just focus on the meaning of the words and just re reflect on it it's, the the lyrics is going to be up on the chat um, and yeah so the song is called Jesus you alone Holy, all the earth sing 
Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Jessa. You know, that situation with the, the lightning and the thunder, you know, it just kind of like, you know, like Jessa was saying, it just proves all oh, the enemy is always going to try and attack all, whatever the Lord is doing. 
But then once we just maintain our composure, understand that, okay, let, let him make the noise, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna uh, move, we're not gonna, you know, shift from the position I got as, as a thing, then pretty soon he's gonna be gone. Or we're just gonna move on with our business, right? But a lot of times we just kind of allow these things to um, affect our decision making. And we stop uh, trusting God because the enemy is, you know, causing a storm. It's a temporary thing anyways. Like Jessa just um, regrouped herself and just continued. Right? But ultimately, we know who God is. We know that God has uh, overcome and he will win every, every single battle. But he win, he win those battles in our individual lives through us. And therefore, we're going to give expression either to the fears and the doubts and the things that the enemy is trying to um, put in our minds, or we're going to maintain our composure, trust in the word of God, trust in the promises of God, and just overcome the enemy every single step of the way. So, you know, it's, it, this is just a, um, like a live um, example of the enemy. You know, tomorrow will come, Monday will come, and Tuesday will come, and Wednesday will come, and we, all different things are coming our way. But the promises of God are what we're supposed to hold on to in those situations, in those challenging times. And that's all Jesus Christ is asking us to do, is to trust in the words that, has been, that he has given us to, uh, in his word, the promises that are there. That situation, if we maintain the position that God is asking us to maintain, then that situation has to bow. It has to bow. We are the ones that have been given authority in Christ, rule on this earth over every, every circumstances, every situation, even though momentarily it seems as if something is happening that we don't have complete control over. Right? And, that's, and that's where, um, and this is a, not a one-time thing either. This is the lifestyle of a Christian. But if we, if we commit, like last week we did, um, uh, you know, we went through a discipleship. You want to remind me. Yeah, so last week we, um, we did a, a little um, teaching on discipleship and uh, committing our ways and our life to Jesus Christ. And, and this is what will cause the power of God to begin to work in our lives. When we totally commit, when we consider the cost, like Jesus um, said in um, Matthew 13, I believe, that we should consider the terms of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. If a man is going to build a house, he would consider how much it's going to cost him to complete the house. But he doesn't go halfway and then people walk by. I wonder, I mean, who could be, you know, not smart enough to uh, count the cost that he was going to um, take to finish the house before he commenced so that's what we want to do. We want to, um, this Christian walk, this um, position that we're able to choose in Christ, we want to consider before we make the first step. Because once you go in and you're fully in, every promise of God will begin to manifest in your life. Every single promise. And God did not design it that we would live in fear. So I heard like this thunder and uh, all of this lightning and this rain. And, um, and, and I know... But you know, really and truly, I'm like, it's gonna take a lot more than that for the enemy to unseat me off of uh, here, right? Quite frankly, that you probably would have to, you know, either the Lord tell me to get up one or the enemy after really the lightning have to touch this house. I gotta feel that flame before I get excited, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with um, the other issues that the enemy is attacking me during the week. I just keep on understanding that I'm a child of God, God has given me many, many promises, 
right? The Lord did not design it that we would be living in fear and in doubt. It was not God's intention when he, when he, when he created the, um, you know, the world, created the earth and gave man uh, authority. We are, the Bible talks, talks about ruling and reigning. And, you know, you might not, we might, might not be ruling and reigning in day one when we come to Jesus Christ because, you know, we, we all come from different backgrounds and different circumstances and situations. But no, God is going to renew your mind and teach you some principles that were coded into his creation when he gave mankind dominion over the earth, which was give, given back to us in Christ. And now we want to apply those principles. We want to give ourselves full, fully to Jesus Christ. And if those principles are not working, there is a reason why they're not working. We're going to do the, the work that is necessary. You know, if your car is not working, you take it to the mechanic. You know, it doesn't just go... They figure out, uh, you know, by diagnosis, which, which part of the car is you're having an issue with. He'll even ask you for advice on that. And then he goes with, with um, understanding and then fix that thing. And God has given us, we also can have spiritual understanding. So whenever there is an issue in our life, that thing can be diagnosed uh, by the word of God. And there is a remedy. That's kind of how I, we, we, uh, I live my uh, Christian life. And, you know, so no, I don't have to panic. You know, okay, there is a, I'm, I'm sick in my body. You know, if you're in the kingdom of God and you have a sickness in your body, what do you do? Is it the end of the world? I'm not saying, yeah, you, you probably could go to the doctors. They can give you different time. I don't even go to the doctor, right, frankly, until God tells me. You know, I don't go until the Lord tells me. Am I saying everybody should do this? No. But really, I'm just not going. I just, in my mind, when the Holy Spirit tells me to go, and they said, I'm under duress. I haven't done so in 20 years. I'm still alive, so it must be working. I'm not recommending that. But I'm saying it's not a time to panic. It's not the end of the world. Right? So, so we started off with um, that last week. And uh, this week, we're just going to, I'm not going to uh, take a lot of time. But we are going to focus on some foundational truths that are in Scripture over the next uh, couple of weeks. Just to, you know, um, just to, like I was saying, if you're building a house, it has to be the proper foundation. If we're, if we're been walking with the Lord and we're not seeing the results that we have been, um, that we should, that the scripture is saying that we should be getting, then we got to go, go back and inspect the foundation. We got to inspect those things. Why is it that this is happening? Why is it that this is not happening? And once, once we rem remedy those, those things, then no, we can move forward. So I just want to read uh, really quick this, uh, I'm going to do a read really quick. I hope, I hope you guys are hearing me clear. If I'm not being clear, because, uh, let me know. Yeah, somebody just give a, a, a thumbs up. Am I being clear? I take that thumbs up from Anna as a yes. Right, Anna? Awesome, cool. Because a couple of the recordings were a little bit um, in certain spaces. It was not very clear. So I'm reading from Acts 19, and I'm going to read uh, from 1 to 16. I'm going to go quick, really quick, so it's not going to be like uh, I'm going to read in this all morning, right? So don't get scared by this long scripture. And, and it says, Acts 19, verses 1, it says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what 
then were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him that should come after him. And this is on Christ Jesus. So we see um, Paul taking that same approach. Here he is passing through a, a certain place and um, speaking to disciples and coming to find out that they are not even heard of the Holy Spirit, yet alone being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Yet still they believe in Jesus Christ. Right, so Paul now is going to remedy this situation because can you imagine what these people would be missing out of their life if they were not filled with the Holy Ghost? Right, because Jesus Christ said, "Yeah, Jesus is no longer on the earth. And he said, when I go, I'm going to pray to Father and he will send you the helper. He will send you the comforter. And in, in, in speaking about the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> he said that he will take the things of mine and he will show them unto you. And another scripture said, and you need that not any man shall teach you anything because the anointing that, it, that is inside of you shall teach you all things. So in other words, the spirit of God. So this is what these people were missing, even though they had faith. And Paul, so, so, so when they heard this, they, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Right, so this is this um, for a long time. I guess this was missing out of my uh, Christian experience. So I and that prevented me from communing with God. Also, so once I found out that this was an issue, I got this thing fixed really fast. There was a, I was going to uh, Richmond Pentecostal at that time, and they had um, someone coming there who was uh, you know really versed in the, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, and I went there and I and I was like just. Uh, on the frustration, not hearing God's voice and so forth. And, you know, I begin to hear God's voice. And all the men were about 12. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. So we see that Paul was actually in a war, right? Because people just had incorrect, um, you know, um, positions on um, Jesus Christ. Many things he was correcting. And in very robust dialogue and arguments with them, saying no 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 you know and can you imagine religious spirits people were captivated by religious spirits were like there with their version but look at this and it says but when diverse were hardened and believed not but spake evil of that way before the multitude he departed from them and separated the disciples disputing daily in the school of one tyrannous so paul kind of just after a while, he gave up on those who were very hard in their heart. You know, the idea is to bear fruit, not to win conversation. So you can preach Jesus and he's preaching by the Spirit. So if, they, if they're not opening up their hearts, then, you know, on to better um, the people who are going to be willing to listen. And this, and, and this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, and both, both Jews and Greeks. You see the extra fire that was... Um, on this man called Paul, right? Just this energy, uh, just totally committed to doing the Lord's work. Not only when he's actually speaking to large crowds, but also when he was in those situations that were tough and um, rigid and so forth like that, there was, a, there was a fight that was inside of him. He was pressing on, you know. He already had the passion and the zeal in an incorrect way for God when he was um, a Pharisee. 
And now he had came into this experience with Jesus Christ that totally changed him and captivated him. And, he, and talking about um, becoming a, a disciple of Jesus Christ, immediately he became a disciple, totally committed. And that kind of, that's kind of my, uh, I feel like everybody's at a different place, but that's where we want to get to. God wants to mature us to that place. Irregardless of where we start off, that's where the Lord wants to take us. But then that's one thing, and this is what happens when you go through the process of being matured. It says, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out from them. And this is what will happen when you transition, when you mature and get to these levels. These, are, these scriptures are not written there, so we can just, um, you know, they kind of like when you go to a basketball game and you're a spectator. Like, I, go, I, I, I don't mind going to a few games and cheer, but I'm not going to do too much of that because I want to be on the field. I want to be in something that I'm actually in the game. And it was designed by God. At some point, we would get in the game, that we would not be mere spectators. These scriptures are written to encourage us into and the fullness of Christ, and, and so we can see these things begin to happen in whatever or a ministry. It's not saying that it's always a healing ministry or uh, uh, in disrespect, even if it's a teaching ministry or whatever it is, whether it be a worship ministry. If we go through the stages in the proper way, we'll like eventually come into you know these type of um, positions in God. And then it says, verse 13, then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And that, in the spirit, you know, that does not work in spiritual things. We adjure you by, the, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. You know, the, g- demons have a, they have a technology in the spirit, right? They have an app. When you, when you begin to command in the name of Jesus Christ, they have an app to figure out whether or not you have true position. They, they check your resume. You have to have this um, position and understanding and revelation and understand your authority before they will obey you. And there were seven sons of one, Sceva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And look what happened. And, it said, and the evil spirits answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this is just an example of what can happen to you when you don't take on, when you don't pursue the fullness of what God has spoken in his word. You're not going to see the power, the, the power of God being dispensed in different areas of your life. You're going to go through life. Your spiritual life is going to be defeated. So, this is why we want to um, start off with these foundational truths so we can actually understand spiritually the place that we're supposed to occupy and then begin to have understanding of how I operate as a, um, a spiritual being. You know, in uh, 1 Corinthians 2 verses 14, it says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So intellect, our mind, the fallen man, is not gonna, it's not going to um, get the job done. We have to fully begin to function as spirit beings and mature spiritually, renewed in the mind. The Bible says that we can have the mind upright. So 
I'm going to read from, uh, so we're just going to speak a little bit on foundations and then, uh, and this scripture verse I'm reading from is Hebrews 6. And I'm going to read just one, two, three. And it says here, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. So these are six different um, pillars of the Christian faith that we want to, in the next few weeks, we're just going to uh, go through these. But today we're just talking about the, the foundation. The Bible compares the life of a believer to that, to that of a building. First Corinthians 3 verses 9 says, Ye are God's buildings. Each believer is united with other believers to form the church. And Ephesians 2.22 says, In whom ye are builded together, the church united, for an habitation of God through the Spirit, an habitation of God. And think about it. If the Spirit of God, when you receive Jesus Christ, came to reside inside of you, that's one thing. But what will cause him to stay? Right? Transformation will cause the Holy Spirit to reside in you. The Holy Spirit can be grieved, right? And yet you can come to the Lord and the Holy Spirit, you're going through um, things. You have, you have a past that was sometimes difficult. So when you make a mistake, is the Holy Spirit uh, leaving you? No. But, he, but there's a job that he's doing inside of you. The newness, you know, that he's working out inside of you as you continue to pursue God. This process is in place. It's starting to take place and you're being renewed into the spirit being. You can be, so this, you can begin to perceive the, the things of God even more. And it's our job. You see, this is something that we have to participate in. Our job to be a part of the body of Jesus Christ, like we were saying. You know, when you get a, uh, in a natural sense, when, when you get employment, they don't allow you to come in whenever you want. There's an agreement. We understand that we have needs that needs to be met, physically speaking, financial need, uh, needs. and that usually you know, get our attention and cause us to commit to the five day per week program. Because we know that we need, we need the money to pay the mortgage payments, et cetera, and all of those type of things. What is it that's going to move us to turn up and begin to participate fully into the things of God? Having that same type of a mentality. And we will begin to get, we will begin to get spiritual results, just like how we can get carnal results, just like how you can get physical results. If you continue to be a student of Jesus Christ, a student of the Bible, and be a part of the body that he has called you to be, truly adopting the body of Christ, and begin to learn principles that are not consistent with what we, you know, the, the material world, then we'll begin to grow. So, so whenever we erect a building, whenever men erect a building, they must first lay a proper foundation. And since this is a natural principle understood by all people, God used it to teach a spiritual truth. A believer must have a proper foundation in order to build a good spiritual foundation. And the Bible gives the plan of the master builder, Jesus Christ. This, this, um, you know, when you have a house, for example, you have an architect, someone who's doing drawings, an engineer involved, and there are plans. 
and, and the builders, the people who are actually constructing this building must understand that they must adhere to these plans. They cannot just turn them off and begin to build an extension to that house. But it, it, it's just not gonna work. And, there, and, and that, that way there is no confusion in the faith also when we know that we're getting our doctrine from the Bible. First Corinthians 3.16, it says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwell in you? The spiritual foundation of which the, the, the word speaks of is the word of God. Second Timothy 2.19, it says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. The promises of God standeth sure. If you begin to apply them, if you begin to do it in the proper way, they will begin to work. First Timothy 6.19 says, Laying up for themselves a good foundation. And in Psalms 11 verses 3, it says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? So we're, we're going through these so that we can actually come into the fullness. We can talk about the prophetic. People like to hear the, about the voice of God, right? Hear the voice of God, know what God is actually saying about your life. We can talk about the gifts, the supernatural. But all of those things are... They rest on the basic foundational pillars of the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. And if we're, if, if for example, there are words that God has spoken over your life and they're not manifesting, then that means something is off. And we, we have to go back to the foundation, fix these principles, and then we can go back and, and have a conversation with God. So the Bible records um, in the book of Haggai, the Bible record of Haggai's Haggai stressing the importance of proper spiritual foundation. Israel was experiencing poor harvest in their natural world. And Haggai told them to examine their ways. He didn't tell them to, uh, to go check the soil and so forth. In, in Haggai 1, 6 and 7, it says, Ye have sown much and bring in little. And he says, consider your ways. You look for much and lo, it came to little. And to correct the problem, Haggai told Israel they must rebuild the natural and spiritual world. Both, not just the natural world. Rebuilding in the natural was necessary for Israel because they, they, ha they had delayed building the house of the Lord. So they, they were supposed to build the house of the Lord and they refused to build the house of the Lord and they went on and every man built his own house. Everybody was um, just so focused. Like we are, like even for example, in the Canadian system, we know it's everything is already worked out for all of your life. Go to school until you're 20, 24, and then work for 40 years, and then put towards your retirement. And that's the focus here. And that actually does not complement what God is actually asking us to do. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, like we said, uh, and all these things will be added. So we want to build a spiritual foundation. And understand that there is something inside of us that God wants us to express. And if we just take this um, prescription that is given by the Canadian government and, let, and say, okay, let me do this, which is motivated by fear anyways, because all we're thinking of, what am I going to do when I retire? You're not even, you're, you're 20 years old. You just got in the work world and they're, you know, already panicking you about your retirement. Like, my God, let me live until I, um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing to do, but I don't want to get, uh, Forget about it. 
if you after they finish with you, if you live to uh, retirement, you'll be lucky. Because most of the time, by the time you, you, you get to uh, 65, you need hip replacement, knee replacement. You know how many people uh, I know? And they're trying to make it into retirement. Why not, why not do it God's way? The Bible says, uh, the blessings of the Lord, it make it rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. So in the plan that God has for your life, he has taken into account, all, the Bible says, all of your days are numbered. They're numbered. And if you do this walk spiritually, you would live out all of those days. But if you choose based on your intellect, based on your ambitions, you can die before your time. We see many people are dying now before their time. What are the assurances you have that you're going to live out this COVID um, thing? I, you know what? Quite frankly, I'd be surprised if I die. This, I, I, I just have a confidence from this very thing that this thing was not because God is, um, has already spoken certain things about my life. I'm not, and I'm in agreement with what the Lord has spoken. Right? God has spoken in regards to our finances already. So I'm, um, absolutely have no concern about retirement. That, that, I'm, not, I'm not saying to go take your bank account and go to the mall and go, you know, um, splash the whole thing in a moment and then say, oh, Andrade told me that. that, that no, not that type of... Um, but we're just, we're just saying that the promises of God are sure, right? And he can come through for you in every regard. So we're going to spend, um, I'm going to wrap it up, but we're going to spend the next few weeks uh, going through these uh, one by one. We're going to go through these um, principles that are laid out in Hebrews 6, verses 1 and 2. And then Paul was saying, if God permit from that, from there, we go on into perfection. Then not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith towards God, the doctrine of baptism, and of laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. These are things that are laid out in scripture. We see um, so many different opinions that are out there these days in regards to these particular topics. And once you get these things cemented in your faith, no one will be able to take you and shift you and influence you. And it's good. You know, these also recommend that we should, you know, read the word. Take some time out to read the word. There is, a, I was talking to, a, I was, I'm not sure if Tayshan is on here, but Tayshan uh, earlier this week and I think Tassia about, about the law of attraction. Right? And we were, we were uh, someone was saying to me that, you know, the people that are around me, I need change. I need to have a different group of people around me. There is a principle. You attract in life based on the level that you are. So if you're not attracting the right people around you, that means the transformation needs to happen within you. We are like testament of that. Because there was a point when we go, okay, where are we? When we truly gave ourselves to um, God, we are our, the Christian friends. We begin to ask those um, questions of the Lord. And pretty soon, as we begin to focus on God, God be begin to bring those people. Some of them were not necessarily available physically, but God will bring them in books. He'll bring them in, uh, in uh, CDs. And if that's the way you have to associate it with the people that you want to um, get to their level, spiritually speaking, then read their books. Then listen to their CDs. And eventually you'll begin to attract different people in your life. So there are, there are principles that are in the word of God when it comes on to finances. 
You need not to be desperate about your finances. You need to apply the principles that are laid out in scriptures concerning your, fi your finances. Mm -hmm. And these principles will begin to cause you to increase. That's why we always talk about that um, scripture that is in Malachi. Bring your tide into the bring the whole tide into the storehouse and see if the Lord will not pour you out a blessing that you cannot contain. This is a principle that has been given by God. But what, what, what's the, um, the mentality of your mind? Your mind is basically saying, oh, I have $1,000. If I give $50 or $100 to the Lord, I only have $900. But there is a, there is a, a principle that is quoted into the creation of God about sowing and reaping. And your mind, like we're saying, but the natural man receiveth not the, the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So you see, the mind needs to be renewed. We constantly have to be in the presence of God, in the word of God. So we can have the thoughts of God. You know, it's like we can go back to the Garden of Eden. That's what they, this is a, a level that um, Paul was walking in, in, that he was having encounters that he refused. I think the Lord pre prevented him from sharing certain things because they would think that, oh, no, we know that he'd been to hell and back. Meanwhile, his angels, he was interacting with angels, having all different kind of divine encounters. Do you know we can mature to that level? Angels begin to move on your behalf. And yet still we have bought into this world system of fear. Everything, every move that you make is motivated by fear. God did not give you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You know, I don't like using the words, you know, only. If they, if they are not transitioning into real activeness in my life, then why would I want to go about quoting scriptures just intellectually to show that I have a good memory? Like, no matter how good my memory is, you know, there are people out there. there. I, I once heard that there's somebody that can quote every scripture in the Bible from back to the front. So I guess I lost that race. I'm not going to win that one. So I might as well let the little that I know, let it be 100% real. We want to see what Paul is talking about here. The people that are, uh, why are we doing this? Because we're trying to get famous? No. And while we were, I was doing well. Like I said, financially, we never had any financial problems. We're not doing this thing for money. No, I was working full time and I was doing real estate and I was making a lot of money anyway. So, you know, this, what, this, is, uh, this is not our um, reason. This is being done. Because of love for God, because of commitment to Jesus Christ, because we understand that He went to the cross and He took that the, um, the, those nails for us, that He took that beating and all of what He went through for us, He took he, he laid it on Himself. And when that truly has been, you know, downloaded and sink into your heart, I mean, it, you know, it's not like the first day you went to um to church and you you say you received Jesus Christ or wherever you did, and you're happy. But then something has happened after that. When, you, when that revelation of how God loves you, right? Of how the Lord Jesus Christ didn't have to do this. All the love God did all of this. And when that touched your heart, then that's when the transition began. And you, you go, I, as a matter of fact, you really don't care anymore. You don't care about anything out there anymore. You don't care about your own life. That don't scare you anymore. If you know, if I know I'm going to, Follow out of this um, body and transition to heaven. Why did, why, I mean, as a matter of fact, yes, I, I love my wife and kids, right? And that's all, that, apart from that, I'm doing the work of God. 
there's no reason to be here. That's what we have in Christ, and that's what we need to understand that we have. And don't let anybody talk you out of it. Don't let the world system and the news media with all the fear <clears throat> propaganda uh, constantly bombard us with us, uh, a system that is not consistent with what's written in Scripture. So this is, um, you know, to make it like really short. That's what this is. What is up? This is all I want to share today. The things of God are not necessarily complicated. You know, God will take some of you and show, show you great um, revelations, even beyond what I know, and that's fine. I'm all, you know, and if, if I'm all for everybody passing me down the road. But now we just want to focus on the uh, foundation. Amen. Amen. So praise God. So we're going to um, call it a day, right? Dear Father, I thank you for your word this morning, oh God. And I pray, Lord God, that, 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 that your Holy Spirit would bring revelation of that word. Shift them and move them closer to you. Lord, there are, there are ones that are on this conference this morning that's not even committed their lives to you. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We pray that your Holy Spirit would move on their hearts, even now, to show them that your beautiful desire is to have them in the family of God. Touch their hearts, touch their hearts, and heal their hurts. Is, is anybody here wanting to, um, you know, recommit their lives to Jesus Christ? It, I mean, obviously, you don't have to, we just want to open up the ear for that. I feel like God wanted to do that. He can do it here, or you can, even when you hang up the phone, you can just commit your life. Right. So we're going to, in the chat session, we're going to um, open up for it. If anyone has any prayer, you can just type it in the, in the, type it there, and then we'll just pray for your, any that you're having. Any prayer request, just type it in the chat. Or if you want to share anything, uh, just put up your hand. I know. If you want to share something, any testimonies about what the Lord did? Anybody want to share what the Lord did this week? That, I, that testimony that... Um, just a share earlier today was just encouraging also. I think that. Uh, any prayer requests? We're also available for prayer uh, privately if you don't want to, um, you know, you don't want to put it here. You can always give us a call. Everybody, every, is it the thunder that scared everybody this morning? <laughs> um, well, a prayer request. Um, if you could pray for my husband, Stephen. He's in quarantine right now at work because of suspicion of, you know, the COVID situation. I've already taken it to God, but if we could all agree and just pray for him this morning. Okay, awesome. 
I pray for that situation, Sister Marcia. Lord, we thank you. You have heard the prayer requests of Sister Stephanie for her husband. Father, we lift up this situation before you. We don't have the answer, but you do. And we are coming to you, trusting you for do what we cannot do. Father, I know the enemy is using this COVID crisis that the nations are facing today. But whose report do we believe? God, we believe your report. And God, in the name of Jesus, as we stand with Sister Stephanie in agreement and in unity, yes. we come up against every lying spirit right now. And Father, we lift up Sister Stephanie husband before you that he will not contract anything, Lord. Father, oh God Almighty, for the blood of Jesus, is covered is covered under the blood of jesus mm -hmm. and the blood is there to wash cleanse purify everything within us around us oh god father i pray oh god that when they get to him oh god that he will be negative yes in the name of jesus for you has given us your word oh god almighty that no pestilence, nothing, oh God, shall come near us in the name of Jesus. So right now, Satan, whatever it is that you're trying to do to prevent Sister Stephanie husband from coming home on time in the name of Jesus, we reverse it right now. Yes. We take authority this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bind up every forces of darkness this morning yes. in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus yes. against COVID-19 yes, in the name of Jesus. Father, as apostle said, you have not given us the spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind. So, Father, we shall not fear anything in the name of Jesus, for we are walking in the light of Jesus Christ. We are the children of life. light. If Jesus came and he died for our sins, he paid the price for everything. So why should we fear? So today we step out in faith, believing that whatever it is that you say, Lord, shall be done. Yes. We, oh God, reclaim every promises and blessings in the name of Jesus. So Father, right now, we need a no answer. We don't need it yesterday or tomorrow or whenever. We need an answer right now. And God, we are standing believing that the answer will be negative. 
It will be negative. And Sister Stephanie, your husband, is coming home in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we claim victory in the name of Jesus. And have yourself, uh, have yourself, oh God, a good day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. Marcia. Any other prayer requests? Here we have uh, Michelle um, asking for prayer. Adriano, can we get you to pray for that one? In the chat. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Father God, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for your love, Father God. We believe in your true love. We believe in you, Father God. We thank you. Father God, we present this request, this prayer request from my sister, Michelle. Or her friends, uh, Caroline and his sons, Kaden. Father God, it's because she believes in you. And we all believe in you. All together. Come up to you, lifting with life. Father God, to you. You are the God Almighty. You are the King of Kings, and nothing, nothing is impossible. Father God, we're asking you to do the Impossible. We ask you to do the impossible. We ask for speedy recovery. Father God, we ask for speedy recovery in the lives of these two people. It's because we believe in you and we know that nothing, nothing is impossible to you, Father God. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come up against every spirit of infirmity, spirit of death, any spirit that is trying to take hold of this lab, we bind them all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We command them to live now. Now. And again, repeat the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father God. It says in Romans 8, 32, God who did not spare his own sons, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with Jesus, graciously give us everything? You did not spare your only son, Jesus Christ. Why would you to give us everything along with Jesus? Father God, we thank you for what you are giving this truth. We thank you, Father God, for a speedy recovery. We thank you, Father God, for your protection. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb, for the blood of Jesus Christ over the body, mind, soul, and spirit. And we say thank you. Father God, I want to hear a testimony. Father God, we want to hear a testimony. We're waiting to hear this great testimony. We thank you because we know that you have done it. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Any more prayer requests? 
for uh, anybody want to share? Anna, can we get you to just pray a, um, a general prayer just for blessings and protection and just for the Lord to um, you know, be with each and every one that is here throughout the week and in, uh, in the issues that they're going through and so forth. Just uh, pray that uh, in that regard. Anna, hearing me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can, can you hear me? Did you hear? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Lord. Um, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord, for putting us together, Lord, to to be, Lord, gathering together in this way, Lord, to seek you, to um, to honor your name, Lord, and to be, Lord, um, yes, uh, um, Holding each other, Lord, in, in faith, Lord, and Lord Jesus, um, thank you because uh, your presence and your angels are around us, Lord. Lord Jesus, um, I decree and declare, you know, Psalm 91, Lord, protection, Lord, about all of us, Lord, everyone who is uh, um, your children, Lord, who is in faith, Lord, everyone you've been calling, Lord, to, to, to be to come, Lord, close and close to you, Lord, and um, Lord, I, I keep to, to pray, Lord, and to ask you to protect your army, Lord. The army, Lord, that you are rising up, Lord, for uh, your purpose and for your, um, everything that you have been praying, Lord, uh, for your kingdom, Lord, and those uh, who you choose, Lord, to be adding, Lord, to be adding, Lord, to this ministry and to, um, to your kingdom, Lord. Everyone who you set apart, Lord, um, and uh, to us be blessing them, Lord, and be, Lord, uh, and uh, leading them, Lord, to your presence, Lord, and to you and to your salvation, Lord. Lord, I speak protection, Lord, upon all of us, Lord, and uh, on our family, Lord. And I put the blood of Jesus, Lord. Lord, um, your blood is sufficient, Lord. And thank you for the sacrifice that has been done at the cross, Lord. Thank you because uh, you pay the ultimate price, Lord, and, uh, and you give everything of you, Lord, for everyone, Lord, for every human being, Lord. Lord Jesus, um, we want to continuously, Lord, and keep your presence, Lord. Be faithful to you, Lord, and be in obedience, Lord. Uh, we don't want, Lord, um, just um, uh, take a different way, Lord. Yes, we want to walk, Lord, in the way and in the destiny and the future that you have been created for each of us, for our family, Lord. And Lord Jesus, um, yes, uh, I speak protection, Lord, uh, in every area, Lord, in a um, healthy health, Lord, and in finances, in relationship, Lord. And Lord, I speak protection, Lord, and knowing, Lord, that uh, your angels, Lord, are protecting us, Lord. And Lord, I uh, activate your angels right now, Lord, to be 
Lord, um, working on us, Lord, um, according to your will. In, in this whole week, Lord, that we can be, Lord, um, uh, doing and saying, Lord, everything that you want, we do, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, um, thank you for uh, those who you are bringing to you, Lord. Lord, I, I speak for all the members of our family, Lord, that they are not saved yet, that they don't know you yet in spirit and in truth. Lord, I send your protection, Lord. I am send your warrior angels, Lord, angels around them, Lord. And Lord Jesus, I decree and declare, Lord, that they are on your promise, Lord. And I speak life and I speak, Lord, that you open their spiritual ears, Lord, and their, the skill of their eyes can be um, found, Lord, Lord, and they can see you, Lord, and they can come, Lord, um, to, to know you, Lord, and to be surrendered everything, Lord, everything to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you so much for um, Daddy, thank you for Kim, thank you for their family, Lord, and keep them, Lord, under the shadow of your wing, Lord. And Lord, keep giving to them direction, Lord, and your anointing, Lord, and your glory, Lord. And um, to be continuously, Lord, walking, Lord, in the death. We thank you everything, for everything that you have done in their life, for everything that you have done in our life, Lord. And thank you because you never, never, never leave us alone. You always are with us, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. I speak, Lord, blessing, Lord, in uh, those who are seeking a job, Lord, or those who are seeking, Lord, healing, Lord. Lord Jesus, just I speak that your will be done, Lord. And Lord, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we love you. Amen. Amen. And, you know, and as you mentioned, uh, Psalms 91, which was the psalm that at the beginning of the COVID-19 that the Lord had given to the body of Christ that we should decree and declare the psalm over our household. I feel like I should just read the psalm, psalm, and uh, you know, this is, uh, or this is my, uh, that's why I keep going out to tell people that I have the cure for COVID. And uh, this is because it's in the word of God. So, you know, some people smile and, and uh, act in different ways, but you know, it's working for me because I haven't gotten anything. So it's Psalms 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I know this is the King's James Version, which sometimes I uh, use some words that are a little bit uh, hard to understand. But it's basically saying if you if you um, situate, your, your, if your position on this earth is subjected is the, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, then you shall be under the shadow of the Almighty. So I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I trust. When you're in Christ, you can claim the scripture and it can be activated in your life. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. All of the different things that are attacking your life. Right? He shall cover thee with, with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. So God had, had um, already given us promises before all of these issues came into our lives. In other words, they are non-existent. They are, they are theories that we give life expression to them but they don't exist in you know, because God has um, promised us that they uh, in his word that, that they have been dealt with a thousand shall fall at thy right side and ten thousand at their uh, at their right hand but it shall not come nigh thee so when you go on CNN and you see all, all of this excitement about oh they uh, how many people are gonna die how many people have died 
uh, are those real numbers? Yes. Uh, we're, is it tough for families and so forth? Yeah. But what is our, um, our position is in Christ. And what we can do instead of just reading the news headlines is to go and preach the word of God. Go and uh, win disciples so they can come into this position. That's where the protection is. Having news headlines telling us how, how many died, I mean, what is that doing to, to, to save anybody? You know, they're counting, oh, they, this one was wrong. No, that's just, um, you know, that's the enemy just propagating fear. <clears throat> and, that's, and that's what we want to, you know, turn off that TV screen a little bit and begin to um, tune into these promises that are in the word of God. Like Anna was asking the Lord about, you know, angelic protection and so forth. It says, only with thine eyes shall thou be, behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. I wonder when God wrote this. It's, a very, it's been a while. We have this from. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash their foot, thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt trample, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Thou shalt trample on the feet, the demonic um, elements that come against us. In Christ, we can trample on, those, on them. But because he had set his love upon me, God has set his love upon us. What a wonderful thing. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he had known my name. Are, are we, do we really know that God has spoken these things about us? What kind of battle are we fighting out here? Why are we wasting our, our, our time fighting this battle? That's why Jesus said it, it is finished. The promise is for every single person that is in Christ. And the, and the fact that God recorded all the great um, men of faith, where they were just examples so we can put their shoe on, and we can follow in their footsteps and inherit these promises. That he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Look at the promises of God. Oh, oh. I mean, there's so many. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And hello, long life. With long life shall I satisfy him and show him my salvation. There is, uh, you know, COVID or something else interjecting itself to cause you harm. If you're walking, you know, if Jesus Christ is the Lord and your Savior, so you're, you're giving your life to him. That's why we take the time, you know, like this, uh, have a podium like this so we can be encouraged in the word of God. So I hope that, you know, that this actually gives peace to the hearts of those who are troubled, encouragement. And uh, we're gonna, just going to continue to build on this. So thank you guys for uh, logging on and being so, so quiet. <laughs> I know lectures can be, um, you know, when you're in a, a class environment and you're being taught, you know, sometimes it's not the most, um, the uh, easiest thing to, to, to pay attention, right? But we don't want to meet, miss these principles because all of the excitement and the adventure that are, that are in, in chasing the promises of God, are, they're going to be um, resting on these principles here. So we have to take the time to be good students. And then we can begin to come into all of the explosive, adventurous part of God that he wants to take you. When, don't worry, when you begin to um, hear the voice of God and, and um, interact with angels, and, and that, that part of it is going to be very, very exciting. Awesome. All righty, so unless somebody else wants to share something else, we will wrap it up. Lord bless you. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. I appreciate it.
Hello. Hi, buddy. I can hear you. Okay, go ahead and talk. How you doing? Good. <laughs> he says, what are you doing? In the Bible. What's your name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your name? That's not know. good. Yeah. What is it? Tell them your name. Oh, daddy. Daddy. Are you seeing his dad? That's my brother's son. His name is Jacaius. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> How old is he? Pardon? How old? How old are you? Tell them how old you are. I'm good. He's eight two. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he saw him Jotty and he goes, is that my uncle? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta come see you soon or you come see us so we can get you a gift. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he responded to that quickly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. He want to hear from you. Oh, you hear Anna. Can I say that she wants to hear from you? Oh, hi, Anna. Um, okay, since you want to hear from Anna, me. she's always saying no when I'm saying go. That's why you want to hear more of her, you know? <laughs> like, I'll just facilitate and be here nice and quiet. Um, when he, when Andrani was speaking, um, one thing that was on my heart, what I was um, thinking about when he was talking in uh, Haggai 1, Verse six, uh, it says here that we have sown much and bring in little. Consider he your way. Look for much. They have looked for much and it's just been little. So it's like, but I'm saying, um, then he was saying, this is Israel. They were complaining that they're sowing much and then little is coming in, right? And then Haggai, the prophet, was saying to them that, you know what? Rebuild. It's time to rebuild. So whenever you're going through certain things, you know, you're doing the same thing and you're producing the same result, then he was saying, you know what, go back to foundation. It's time to rebuild. So whenever you're doing the same thing and nothing is happening, you have to go back to foundation, right? Just everything that happened in, in the physical, the same in the spiritual. Whenever you're in a spiritual uh, state where in which you're just stuck and you can't move, that's when you need to go back and just check foundation. Okay, my baptized, have I received the Holy Spirit? You just go back and then you say, check, check, because everything is about foundation, right? And if the foundation is not strong, then it will be shaky, right? There would be no anchor there. And that's what I've been just considering, just to make sure that foundation is solid. Just like the sons of Sceva, when they went and they're adjuring uh, these these devils and was saying they couldn't even say I I um, adore you in the name of Jesus. They're saying they adore him in the name that Paul preached. Is it was saying that they don't have any relationship, right? They don't know who Jesus is, but they're um, putting it on Paul's faith to say that the faith that he has, I'm coming in yeah. that name. You can't do that. It, you have to have your own faith, you have to have your own anchor. And everything that you profess, it will be tested. 
sometime or another. So you gotta know what you believe in and what you stand on and make sure that it's bulletproof because it will be tested. So that's all I wanted to share. <laughs> yes. Amen to that. You, yeah. you, all the time. Amen. Can I say something? Go ahead. When you were saying about, yeah, now the foundation, um, I, the Lord brought me to uh, the foundation when we become believers, when we were that passion and that faith mm -hmm. and the fire, you know, the fire, that passion to go back to the same faith and passion that is go to the foundation to uh, go to the first love. You know, that I think is very significant when the Lord speaks to us in his word, you know, that we cannot be one. We need to go. And when you were sharing that, that the Lord took me to, to that, the first love, the first passion, the yes. first fire. Because when we came to the Lord, we were full of that passion. And probably, I don't, I don't, I don't say that we lose it. No, mm -hmm. maybe when a little bit down and down, you know, that's why the Lord wants, I sense when you are sharing that so much the presence of the Lord and the Holy Spirit wanted to fire us with the same, with uh, the passion and um, that um, keep away more, 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 more to him. Like, like when, when we came to him the first time, we didn't scatter my anything. Yes, it's a yes, Lord, you know, um, yes. with the same passion and the same fire. Amen. And then even now, the song that's coming to me, like, let's take it back. Let's go back to his heart of worship, where it was all about him, right? Mm -hmm. When, like, everything was just about him. I don't know. Do you know that song, Jessa? Yes. Let's go back to the heart of worship, where it's all about him. Oh, it's all yeah. about you, Lord. That's mm -hmm. the song that I was feeling. So I don't know if you can even acapella that, because... And then we can just close that way. Was that Kim singing? Were you singing? No. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a question. Yeah. I, I want to share something quickly yes. here, uh, please. Uh, it, it was quite interesting to uh, visit the uh, village of uh, London, Ontario yesterday. Uh, it's a village compared to the, uh, the Toronto, <laughs> greater Toronto area. It, it is. It Suburb, is suburbs compared to Toronto. Okay, to me, it is a village of Ontario. I mean, I need to get you a new glasses. Anyway, go. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, quite in interesting. Let me uh, just a little bit of background and then I will talk about what we, we discussed yesterday. Uh, I'm the type of person, I've been going to the Lord and I said, Lord, something is not right. We cannot be coming to church Come January 1st, January 1st, let's say 2019, no, 2019, we come to church with a basket full of problems. Come December 31st, we, we end that year with a, a basket full of more problems. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So basically, we do not see a solution. And I got it, this is not right then something is not right. And, and I've spoken to a number of people and a majority will agree with me. And it's all across the numbers of churches where we go in, I mean, we pray, we, do, we fast, we do the business, but it's at the end, we don't see any result. So 
I like going to the Lord. I said, God, what is the problem? What is the problem? And when I say, what is the problem? I said, okay, what is the problem in my specific situation? So, and, and I always pay attention to what people say. It was quite interesting. Um, and, and this went back to maybe a few um, a weeks, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago. Andrade speaking to me. And I was like, God, why is Andrade speaking to me about this specific subject? Why these specific Bible scriptures? And as I was asking the Lord, you know, Andrade can, he can really be, uh, you know, when he speaks, he can really be, <laughs> and especially when he talks to me, but it was not like he was bragging, but I was, I was like, God, there is something that Andrade, there is something that you try to tell me through Andrade. And I'll pay attention to what he was saying. And I asked God, why is he talking about this specifically? And the whole conversation, to put it all together, was right about faith. It is that he was telling me that, and, you know, yes, you have done everything, but there is a missing component. You got to step it in faith. But it is interesting, as not only Andrade, the teaching that I was listening to and that I have been until now, everything is about running about faith. And let me just pause there for a second. And then you ask yourself sometimes, you say, you know, God, I have done everything. Why am I not seeing any result? Or am I the only one here? You're yes, gone. I guess I'm, I'm the only one. So I'm, I'm the only one. Yeah. So and then no, I would go. The and then, huh? You are not the only one. Oh, no. I, I, no, I am the only one here. So, you know, so basically we go and say, God, what is it? What? And when you pay attention to things that people that, especially people around you, that God is placed around you, you really pay attention. And that's the kind of thought that I have. I will go and listen to what is he talking about? What are people talking about? And you, you, you kind of see what the, the, the kind of teaching God brings along, around and about you. And about this. So yesterday we were talking and I was really listening as we drove from the big city of Toronto to the village of London uh, <laughs> with Anna. And I was really paying attention. As Anna was speaking, I really kind of got closer to Anna, what she was saying. And I said, this is crazy. Why everything is about faith? And she added something to really, this is interesting. And, and again, we got to the village of London, Ontario. And again, it was really beautiful. But what I'm getting at is this. It's really good. Take the time to identify why things might not be working the way I wanted in my life. And really pay attention. Because there could be something that God is trying to tell you that you're missing. In the book of uh, Samuel, during the time of, uh, during the time of um, um, David, there was a famine that went on for three years. We had a prophet back then. But God didn't go to the prophet and say, hey, guys, this is what's coming on. This is what's coming. You better tell everybody that it will be a famine that will go on for three years. He did not say anything to the prophet until David seek the Lord. And God revealed to David why. So I have been really paying attention because there are certain things that have not been moving the way I wanted. And I've been so yesterday, Kim and, uh, and uh, Anna and Andrea, they were talking about some of the prophecies that we have received a long time ago. We have forgotten about them. And as they start speaking about us, okay, oh, hang on. So we have received the prophecies 
but we've forgotten about them. And because we forget about them, we never pray over them. And what happened? Forgotten. And they don't come to pass. So it was really interesting listening to all these uh, people of uh, the village of London. And it's just the way God used different people to speak to us. And if we do not pay attention, we could really be missing. And let me end with this here. We read about Abraham, Moses, Joshua. We see all these great miracles. And God put people around us. You see what God has done in their lives. And at the end, God asked the question, okay, now, you've seen, you read in the Bible, you see what I've done, what are you going to do? It was quite interesting to spend time in the village of London, Ontario. Yes, yeah. Coming back to Toronto, it's great, I can really say. Well, well, God is sending you to the village of London. Let me see if you're going to step out in faith. Are you gonna stay in the village in the city of Toronto and and, um, and and miss all of the the blessings that are happening in the village of London? Because obviously, you're, obviously, your your uh, blessings are in London. I might say, my idiot, I will carry on this uh, for the next hour after everybody is sick. <laughs> so it was really nice, uh, really. Uh, just God spoke to me a lot, really, really. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Awesome, Adrian. You find that song, Jessa? Yes. Okay. Let me go ahead and then we'll just close with that. Okay. Thank you. All right, so let's sing. Uh, Heart of Worship. When the music fades. And all is stripped away, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that's a word that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. King of endless worth, no one could express. How much you deserve Though I'm weak and poor And all I have is yours Every single breath I'll give you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. 
you search much deeper within through the way things appear you're looking into my heart i'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you jesus i'm sorry love for the things i made it when it's all about you it's all about you jesus i'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you jesus i'm sorry lord for the things i made it when it's all about you it's all about you jesus Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessa. Great voice. Thank you. We'll just wrap it up. uh, Unless anyone has anything to share. So I guess I'll share something really quickly. Um, When we were talking about, you know, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. um, So we go through stages in life where, you know, we're, we're new in the faith. And the Lord is um, giving us knowledge and then he shifts us into a different kind of um, knowledge about him. And then there's the head knowledge and there's the experiential knowledge of who Jesus is. And then as we um, follow him and obey him and be in a part of the body of Christ, working together for his kingdom purposes, he reveals himself to us in very divinely inspired ways that sometimes people can't really understand. Um, so the more that we um, follow the Lord and understand the foundational truths, he's also going to reveal different aspects of who he is in terms of knowledge, in terms of um, how we maneuver and work here in the world and then in the supernatural. But I think um, I, also, I also like what Anna said that ultimately it's all about our first love. It's all about love for God. So, the Lord will lead us, ooh, the Lord will lead us into a place where we have no choice left but to just love him. Love him, love him, love him. We, we get to know how to love. He shows us how to love him um, with all our heart, with all our soul, with all my might, um, our might. And then when we get there, that's when everything really overflows, you know? Um, and so... You know, we go through different stages in our, in our journey as well in this, in this faith life. So um, I just want to encourage you that, you know, um, you know, in 2 Corinthians 3.18, it shows that we go from glory to glory. Um, and so I don't want you to feel discouraged in terms of like where you're walking with the Lord. I remember five years ago when I rededicated my life to the Lord, I felt like I was starting over. I always knew that I loved him. My soul longed to be close to him, but I didn't know how to, you know? Um, he's the one who led me. I asked him, Lord, I don't know how to do this. You're gonna have to teach me how to do this, these stuff. And he's very faithful. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take you through different seasons in your life where you're gonna 
not just know the attributes and character of God, but he will show you specific experiences where it will demonstrate who Jesus is in your life. And when you get there, there we go, like <laughs> maturity and faith, but you will be tested every single day. Um, so don't, uh, don't quit the fight. It's going to be super dif difficult, especially if you're just beginning again to come back. Um, but once you come out of that, oh my goodness, it's, 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 you will experience God's beauty, his majesty, his infinite love, and everything will just make sense. The past, present, future is going to meet together, and the Lord is just going to be there and say, this is the gift that I have for you. All you needed to do was look at it and look at me eye to eye because the Lord makes eye contact, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's, that's awesome. it. <laughs> it's a beautiful journey. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. We have so many people, uh, you know, pretty soon uh, we're, uh, we're going to get some other folks to uh, do this. Uh, I'll just go and do other stuff. <laughs> yeah. God. Awesome. Thank you everyone for uh, being here again. And um, obviously, like I said, if you want a prayer, you want to talk, we are always available. Lord bless you all. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. God bless you. Bless you guys have to log on because we don't know how to say bye. So, log <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah. Um, so you guys really know me and everything. And I just, I keep having this thought, like I need to rededicate my life because like after the kids and everything, I feel like I'm a baby again. And I just want to like rededicate my life with more meaning this time. So I was just wanted to ask for that. Okay, awesome. You want us to um, you wanna in in words uh, recommit your Lord your your life to uh, to the Lord? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, just repeat that for me. Okay. But I we love to, Father. We give you praise and thanks for this. Thank you, O oh God, for the for what you're doing, O oh Lord God, in your people through the Zoom service. Father, I thank you, God, and I thank you for her heart, oh God, I thank you for her passion, oh Lord God, and I thank you that you're pulling her by your spirit, oh God, intimacy. So Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I just before you today. We just pray strength, oh Lord God, we pray in this commitment that she's making, oh Lord God, that you would come into another level of relationship. This afternoon, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you for morning. I thank you for this morning and for this moment and for this moment and for this message and for this message. And I thank you that you're speaking to me by your Holy Spirit. And I thank you for speaking to me by your Holy Spirit. And I say yes to the pulling I, of your Holy Spirit. I say yes to the pulling of your Holy Spirit. And I recommit my life. And I recommit my life. My passion. My passion, my energy, my energy, and everything in me, and everything in me, to you, to you, I pray that you would now take me, 
I pray that you would now take me and make me into all and make me into all that you created me to be that you've created me to be in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ amen amen thank you that's it you're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Hey, Sean, what's up? Hello. Hey, Tasha. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. So, you know, like the prayers that avail much, mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how I could like take a picture of the prayer and like put it in the chat, but I don't, I think I would have to send the picture to you and then you would share it in the room, the chat room. Cause while you guys were talking, somehow the book flipped to spirit controlled life, like a prayer for that. And the other prayer was to be, um, I don't want to say the wrong title to be God inside minded. Mm. And I just, I don't know, the book, kept, I just opened the book and it went straight to those prayers, but it was too long to type out. So maybe mm. next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so you're, you're okay. So you, you want to paste it here? Um, but everyone's gone now. <laughs> okay. So you, yeah, we'll, okay. We can do, um, so next time, like, cause I always have the book in front of me when you guys are talking. Okay. So, and somehow it's like YouTube, like you just open the book and it tells you the prayer and like that you, that's good for the situation. So those are the two prayers I got from it. I'm going to send it to the young lady that I, um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's a good idea to do that. Also. Yes. You would be encouraged. So next time I'll pray from the book. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Awesome. Okay. I'll see you guys later. Okay, okay bless bye. you. Bye. Bye. Not really there anymore. Hey, Sean. Listen.